0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: You know, I deal with controversial topics all the time. I don't deal with them just because they're controversial. I deal with them because I think they're important. But probably every day I deal with controversial topics in the last segment. I dealt with a very controversial topic, but not controversial among my audience. Well, I, I may get into something that is controversial in my audience. Hey, welcome to Bob Brady Live. Thank you for joining me. This is the 5 o'clock hour. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I I hear this all the time, and I mean all the time. Bob, I uh, listen to your program all the time, and you know, I probably agree with 90% of what you say. Every once in a while, someone says, I believe, I agree with you 98% of the time, because... (laughs) I, I think people are a little afraid to say, I agree with everything you say, and I am so grateful. I don't want people to agree with everything I say, and that's why I say all the time. Don't believe what I say. Check it out for yourself. That's why we post the stories every day on Facebook, on Twitter, so that you can look at the sources I use and make up your own mind that that's that's what this program is all about i'm not trying to tell you what to think i want to challenge you to think and maybe help you in how to think so uh this next story i have some very strong feelings about it and many of you may not agree and that's okay i hope we will still be friends here is the headline from a Christian news source today. Saddleback, that would be Saddleback Church, the church that uh, Rick Warren pastored for so many years. He is no longer the pastor. He has passed the torch, the mantle on to a couple, a man and woman who are now co pastors. Saddleback asked Southern Baptist overturned disfellowship decision. All right, what's this all about? Well, uh, what was it, several months ago, the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention voted to disfellowship Saddleback Church because they ordained female pastors. Okay? Now, to many of you, that's no big deal. You attend a church where you have female pastors, and that's no big deal. For Southern Baptists, that has always, and I mean always, been a big deal. It is part of the Baptist faith and message, which is their doctrinal statement. Now, every church in the Southern Baptist Convention is completely autonomous. Southern Baptist Convention doesn't hire and fire move pastors around like many other denominations. Every church can do whatever they want to do. But if they want to be affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention, which means a pastor can get into the retirement program, you can vote, and so on and so forth. You must agree with the Baptist faith and message. Standard, right? You know? And if you don't agree with the Baptist faith and message, you are free to leave. It's not like the PCUSA, where you could lose your property, lose your building, if you decide to leave. Southern Baptist Convention, you want to leave, you leave. You just say, hey, we're no longer a part of the convention. Bye-bye. And that's it. There's no repercussions. There's no discipline. There's no vote. There's nothing. Because, every, again, every church is autonomous. But thousands of churches desire to be affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention for many reasons. And in order to be considered a part you must agree with the Baptist faith and message. Absolutely right thing to do. And again, part of the Baptist faith and message is pastors, those ordained to the ministry are to be men, male leaders. Now, they make it very clear, women are unbelievably important. They're equal in importance. They've got spiritual gifts. God wants to use women but the pastorate is reserved for men, which, by the way, I agree with that, biblically. Okay, I don't have to, time to go into the whole thing between egalitarian and complementarian. I've been through that. I am a complementarian. So, Saddleback has changed their mind. Rick Warren has changed his mind. For 30 years Rick Warren has said only men should be pastors. He's preached it. He's taught it. He's believed it. He's affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention, and he's changed. Okay, I disagree, but he's changed. Okay, all right, fine. Well, then you no longer agree with the Baptist faith and message. So you've change your position theologically, why would you want to continue to be a part of the Southern Baptist Convention that clearly, clearly states only men should be pastors? So, just quietly leave. Hey, thank you, SBC, for the partnership we've had through all these years. It's been a wonderful partnership, but I've changed my theological position and I'm no longer in agreement, so... I'm out of here. Fine. I would have great respect for Rick Warren if he did that, but he's not. And I just want to say this I have had enormous respect for Rick Warren. Like anybody in public ministry, you get attacked. Rick Warren, through the years, has been attacked for this and attacked for that and attacked for this. If you're a longtime listener to this program, I have been one of his defenders. Leave him alone. He's doing a great job out in California. Quit attacking him. I've had enormous respect for Rick Warren. But what he's doing is wrong. The Southern Baptist Convention is faced with a lot of problems right now. They've had the sexual abuse controversy. I think they've handled it appropriately. Some people don't think that they have there's a lot of controversy about that. There's a battle between the Calvinists and the, those that are not Calvinists. And, you know, they have a lot of difficulties that they're dealing with. Listen, folks, God has wonderfully, marvelously, miraculously used the Southern Baptist Convention. Are they perfect? Of course not. No one is. My goodness, God has used these churches. Millions of people have come to Christ as Savior through the ministries, the the outlets, the churches of the Southern Baptist Convention, but they're facing some problems. At the convention, coming up next month, Rick Warren is going to be one of the biggest problems. What he's doing, he's going to fight he wants, to, he wants to overturn the disfellowship decision. Why? He's the one that violated the Baptist faith and message. He's the one that changed. The Southern Baptist didn't change. And again, let me make it clear if he wants to change, fine. But just go away. Start your own group. Don't try to divide. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He wants to push his newfound theological conviction. And again, it's new for him. It's not new for a lot of other people, but it's new for him. He wants to push his new theological position down the throat of the entire Southern Baptist Convention. He wants to make the Southern Baptist Convention to make an exception for him. And it's wrong. It is just flat wrong. And I am just unbelievably sad. And he is now the chancellor of Spurgeon, whatever Spurgeon College or something. And recently, he made the statement because somebody asked, uh, "You're the chancellor of the Spurgeon University or Spurgeon College or whatever." Uh, you believe in women pastors. C.H. Uh, Spurgeon didn't believe in that. And Rick Warren, if you don't believe me, check it out for yourself. Rick Warren says, my position on women's ordination is exactly the same as Mr. Spurgeon's was. That is not true. There is no truth of that at all. Spurgeon was absolutely clear on his biblical beliefs about women being pastors. Agree? Disagree? Okay, fine. But his position was... And for Rick Warren to say that Spurgeon's views are the same as his, why would he say that? Something that is so easily refutable. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm just sad. And the um, the convention this June... Instead of dealing with how many more people they can win to Christ and baptize and expand, instead of dealing with the really important issues of winning people to Jesus, Rick Warren is going to blow this thing wide open. And it just makes me sad. Just makes me sad.
0: today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Burney Live.
1: I've uh, traveled enough to be somewhat familiar with travel advisories. Uh, when we went to Nigeria, we were told, yeah, you, you shouldn't go. There was a travel advisory. Well, we, uh, we went anyway. Uh, When we went to Cambodia, there was a slight travel advisory. Not a a big deal. Uh, When I first went to Moldova, there was a travel advisory. Uh, It might not be a good, you know. Travel advisories are kind of common when you're traveling to a foreign country and the U.S. government feels that you might not be safe. You could be in danger. I have never, ever, 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 however... Heard of a travel advisory for a state in the United States until today. The NAACP, the National Association of Colored People, which, by the way, you cannot use that term for black people today. That would be offensive. And yet, that's still what they call themselves, which is just bizarre. The NAACP has issued a travel advisory for the state of Florida. No, I'm not making this up. No, nope, 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 nope. I am not making this up. The NAACP has issued a travel advisory. They have said, and I quote, "'Beware your life is not valued.'" Here's from CNN. The NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida in direct response to Governor DeSantis' aggressive attempts to erase black history. Now, is there any truth to that? No. That's a blatant lie. Governor DeSantis wants accurate black history. He encourages the teaching of black history. He promotes the teaching of black history, but he wants it to be accurate, factual, and guess what? Historical. But the NAACP says that he is attempting to erase black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. Yes, he is. That is true. And God bless him. Yeah, he wants to do away with equity programs in schools. Here is what the travel advisory says. To black people, beware that your life is not valued. NAACP President and CEO Derek Johnson told CNN on Monday. Uh, He cited a new gun law, education policies that include a ban on teaching about gender identity and sexual orientation. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part's true. What does that have to do with the National Association of Colored People? They won't teach gender identity and sexual orientation. What, 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 how does that impact? Um, anyway, they have issued a travel advisory. Your life is not valued in Florida. Okay, class, what do we say about what happens when the liberal left touches anything? They kill it. They destroy it. No. No. By telling black folks not to go to Florida. Who are they going to hurt? Everybody. Now, I did a little bit of research. It took me like 30 seconds. And I typed in on my internet browser, what states have the largest black ownership? What business ownership, pardon me. What states... Have the largest black business ownership. Now you would probably think a uber liberal state like California. Mm, No, they no they're up there in the top five. Ah, uber liberal New York. No, they're in the top five also. Guess which state in these United States have more black-owned businesses than any other state. Florida. Now, not the largest percentage. I want to make sure that I'm communicating clearly. Not the largest percentage per capita. Some smaller states, uh, I think maybe Mississippi is the number one. But if you look at the actual number. Of black businesses, Florida is number one. Quote, this is from the Pew Research Center. Quote, three of the four most populous states also lead in the number of businesses with majority black or African-American ownership. Florida had 15,149. California had 13,729. New York had 12,636. Florida, number one as far as the total number of black owned businesses. So the NAACP has issued a uh, travel ban, travel advisory. Who's it going to hurt? Their own people. Their own people. But guess what? They don't care. They have an ideology to push. And that is much, much more important than actual people. Uh, All right. Quick break. We'll be back.